And welcome back to the One Talk Podcast. Here with your host Ryan McCarthy, and today we are joined by Ronan Fairlam. Ronan is a 16-year-old about to do an 1,800-kilometer run for mental health. So he's running from Sunshine Coast, Australia, to Melbourne, Australia. To put that in comparison, that's a 20-hour drive without any stoppage, without any breaks. And he's about to run that all for mental health. This episode is so inspirational seeing a 16 year old go out there and get after it, all for a good cause, all for mental health. And as you can expect, there is a story behind it and there's a big why behind it too. And within this episode, he also talks about the preparation he's putting in to do this massive run. And he also talks about how you can support him, how to follow him along the journey as well. So I highly recommend checking this page out, jumping the link in the bio, but also just dive into today's episode and just listen to the inspiration that this young fella puts out there into the world you know it's um it's something that i'm very passionate about mental health so to see someone like himself go out there about to go and complete a massive challenge is so inspirational but another news if you can leave if you can please leave this podcast a rating it means so much just in terms of helping this podcast grow and reaching a larger audience if you can share the podcast around it means so much as well just in helping us grow and helping us reach that larger audience and reach more people and also the One Talk merchandise is available. Link will be in the bio for that. But without further ado, let's welcome Ronan. Welcome, Ronan. How are you, brother? Yeah, good, man. How are you? Doing well, thanks, man. It's a um, pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Yeah, it's pleasure's all mine. Yeah, you know, having someone like yourself, 16 years old, you know, we'll hear a lot about your story today, but hearing someone your age doing what you're about to do is a massive feat or a big accomplishment or a big goal that you've set for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, look, it, it is a massive one and, and something that I really do hope and, and strive to accomplish, which is, it, it is like even thinking about it now and about to talk about it, it, it is crazy, you know, a total of 1,800 kilometres um, for 37 days running straight from Brisbane to Melbourne for mental health. Like, you know, the cause is all for it and the journey is going to be insane. And, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm keen, ready to get yeah. in there and, and achieve it. Yeah, and yeah. like for the people listening, like outside of Australia, Brisbane to Melbourne is a twenty-hour drive non-stop. Like that's yeah. without taking a break. Yeah, you're doing that on foot. Yeah, fifty kilometers a day for thirty-seven days. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Look, it's a big distance, and uh, there was uh, there's been some people that have done it before me, but I will be the youngest known person to do it. Mm. So yeah, like in the world or Australia. I'm pretty sure in the world, yeah. Oh, that's epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is pretty crazy. It's it is it's it's epic and, yeah. and crazy to think about at the same time. But yeah, look, I feel like it's something that needs to be done. Mm. You know, mental health it's, it's a massive thing across the world, not just Australia. And uh, you know, I want to do my part. And uh, you know, it's great to talk about this stuff like we are now. But I just yeah. feel like I just got to take some action on it. You know. Yeah, because that's it. It's like mixing the awareness with the action mm. and doing the both and then also showing that as well when you document the run you're doing. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. what better time for this to come together because today's actually um, Mental Health Day. Yeah. Like, National Mental Health Day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best time to record it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I found out today. I was like, oh, shit, that's epic. <laughs> yeah, that is epic. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the way the world works. Yeah. Yeah. Universal lines. Yeah. Like, do you find yourself pinching yourself sometimes? Like, before we get into the story, I just want to mm. get your perspective on what you're about to do before we get yeah, into yeah. the run as well. Like, do you pinch yourself sometimes and think, like, this is something I'm about to go and do? Oh, uh, look, I've, I have these, I call them shower moments. I feel like a lot of people have them. Yeah. But I, I'm in the shower, and before I turn the shower on, I usually just uh, look in the mirror. I got some music on, and I just, I just, I'm just sitting there, and the realisation kicks in, like, this is something I'm about to do, mm. you know? Like, I'm really... Tr- like running 1,800 kilometers, which is like a 20 hour drive. So usually you do that in two days yeah. and I'm doing this on foot, Yeah, you know, and it, it, it is a bit scary, you know, like realizing that this is something that I'm going to do, you know, it, it makes me think, Oh, have I trained enough. Have I prepared enough. Have I got enough, you know, and it just, you know, there's a lot, a lot of thought goes into it. And sometimes I overthink about this as well. And, that's something it generally isn't very healthy when you overthink a situation like this. But yeah, realization kicks in, man, and it's some yeah. scary shit. You I was know? about to say, when you said you like you look in the mirror, you have those thoughts coming up, like what are those thoughts or what are those feelings that you're feeling? Is it like yeah. anxiousness, nervousness, excitement? Is it a mixture of oh, all? It's, it's definitely a mixture of all. Like I'll look in the mirror and be like, shit, I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm this person. This is, this is me. This is the name. This is the future that I'm building for myself. Mm. 
Ronan Phelan, 16-year-old that is running this far for mental health, you know, like excited and full of joy. At the same time, yeah, I get anxious and it's stressful trying to manage all this and trying to get people involved and all of that, as well as actually having to run the whole distance, you know. Mm. A lot of thought, you know, I look into that mirror and I'll be like, I think about lots of things go through my head, excitement, anxious, you know, stress. But at the end of the day, I come to the conclusion that what I'm doing is something I'm meant to be doing Mm. and uh, that it's just all for the better. It would better me and and others around me what's accomplished. 100% brother. It's a great thing you're doing because like people will find like obviously the challenge itself is going to be difficult and Mm. hard and challenging, but people don't see the behind the scenes and the build up towards that. Yeah. Like how challenging that can be as well in their own mindset. It is. It's been very difficult to prepare. Like... Mm. Trying to get people involved, support team and whatnot. Look, that, that's been difficult. You know, they've had some ups and downs there and, and still trying to get a support vehicle for, for the whole trip with me. Like, there's still so much that planning that needs to go in with only 20 such days left to go. Mm. You know, it's, 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 it's hectic. You know, people think that, that that's the easy part, you know, just planning, organising, throwing a couple of cards in, making sure, you, yeah. you know, it works out. But really, it's it's... I'm excited for the run because I reckon that's going to be the least stressful part. All I got to worry about is putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Whereas right now I got to worry about multiple things at once. You know, it's just multitasking and preparing and trying to organize people as well as myself and mm. try and get things going and, and whatnot. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. I'm like, I want to segue into the story behind the why, mm. and then mm. we'll come into the run because, like, for a sixteen-year-old to have a goal of running a twenty-hour drive, eighteen hundred kilometers, like. Not many people are doing it, let alone 16-year-olds. And obviously, there must be a story behind it. There mm. has to be a why. Because yeah. you seem so driven. You seem so passionate. And just yeah. by speaking to you and also listening to you on other podcasts, I can tell how driven you really are behind mental health and yeah. pushing it. So, like, what's some of the earliest things that happened in your, in your life that started to piece together the passion that you have now? Well, yeah, look, unfortunately, uh, it hasn't been handed to me on a silver platter. I haven't had always had this mindset you know, I've had people around me struggle with mental health. You know, I've struggled with mental health. Um, and look, everyone, everyone has struggles. Everyone has problems, you know. And look, I could stay. I still struggle with things. Mm. But it's, it's I guess, the way people handle with them. And look, I in the past, I've handled with things wrongly. And uh, as well as I've seen uh, peers and, and friends and even close family members who have struggled with mental health really severely handle it wrongly. And I really just want to help and uh and show what i can show um and do what i can do and 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 just help as much as possible and try and make a change somewhere at least start something and if it's something that i can start then i know that more people can jump on and continue it with me Mm. once there's something that started and that's just the hope that i can start something today with this run yeah and that's the thing like it's just styling the thing mm. because mm. a lot of people get too caught up in the planning that they don't actually take the action. Mm. But once you start, you'll start seeing all the other things start to unveil itself. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you just you just take that initial step, you know, and the initial step that's the scariest one. But once you take that, it, it gets a lot more easier, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, look, it wasn't wasn't easy for me. Um, I had my problems, and I've had people around me have had their problems, and so I've I've taken my inspiration from that and wanting to do better as a as a person as well, and and uh, yeah, look, I've wanted to I wanted to grow, and I wanted to become the best version of myself, and mm. so yeah, look, I've taken this path, I've taken this journey. It's not an easy one, but it's one that I hope to learn more about myself mm. and to at the same time help as many people as I can. Yeah, yeah. especially because like. For the Australian listeners, like the statistics in Australia is eight people a day um, pass away by suicide. Mm. It's very unfortunate to yes. have that. Knowing like, like when you reflect on the last couple of years, like the amount of awareness that's been put out there, but the numbers are still the same or increasing. Mm. It's like it shows the importance to actually show things like the action. Because like not just the good thing about you doing the run is the awareness and the fundraising. It's also your... You're like showing people a way where they can overcome their challenges with mental health by running, exercising, like things like that you can actually implement in your day-to-day life that will 100%. improve your own um, emotional regulation or your own challenges. Oh, yeah. Like fitness is a big thing. Like people, I, I feel like it's talked about, but not enough, but actually consistently exercising helps so much. It clears your mind. You're able to think better. You'll, you become healthier mm. and you'll become fitter. And from that, you'll you'll some of your problems will automatically solve themselves. Like, you know, not all of them, but 
it just makes life so much more easier when you have a fit body and a fit mindset. Because when you go to the gym, you'll notice your 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 mind will get healthier as well. Like consistency helps with that, and as well when you go to the gym or when you're exercising or when you're running, you have to have discipline to do these things. Yeah, and that's that's something that definitely helps with your mindset. Hundred percent. Talking about discipline as well, because I heard you talk about on Trav's podcast mm. about finding the dance between discipline and focus. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Could you touch more a bit on that? Because it's such an interesting concept, and actually gave me like a light bulb moment yeah look well i find there's moments for me where i'll be disciplined and i will i will i I won't need the motivation i'll just do it you know but the problem that comes with that is i'll i'll have the discipline to do it but i feel like motivation discipline go hand to hand Mm. and if you have the motivation and the discipline you'll have the focus to not get distracted and to do something but if you've just got the discipline to do something you'll do it but you can get distracted you pull yourself back but you still there'll still be moments where you get distracted so I feel like if you can find like because motivation comes and goes, like you can't, you, you won't always have be motivated to do something. You know, mm. I'm not constantly motivated to do this run. I'll tell you that much. You know, <laughs> but like if you can find a way to be motivated and disciplined at the same time in the time that you need to be, mm. I find focus can come a lot more easily um, when you have a goal that you want to try and achieve. Mm. But it's it's trying to find that that balance of when they both can meet to really make something work uh for me that's for me at least you know i i find the difficulties to be focused and disciplined yeah so i'll i'll be disciplined to do something but i can notice i get distracted i'll be looking around and you know and then i'll be like oh shit i'm trying to bring myself back in you know whereas if i'm just focused i won't want to do it i'll do it but i'll do it slowly and sloppy right so it's it's trying to find this balance and bring the two together that i feel is very important yeah, I understand that because like even with myself, like I can be quite disciplined, like a very disciplined person, mm. but my focus more goes away f- from like the actual bigger picture of what I'm doing. Yeah, because I'm so disciplined and I'm so structured, I'm so much doing this and this and mm. this that I forget like why I'm doing it. Exactly, and my focus gets distracted and I start going a different direction. Yeah, I've got to pull myself back. I'm like, no, you need to be back in the alignment. Yeah, the reason why you started. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you got to focus on why you're doing it, not not so much as what you're doing. Because you can you can lose yourself on that path, you know. Especially with my run that I'm doing, if I'm disciplined to do it and I'll do it, but if I don't focus on why I'm doing it, I'll lose the reason. And if I lose the reason, then what's the point of me running? Yeah. So there's something you need to really focus and you need to bring yourself back into it as often as you can. Mm. I think on that run too, do you believe like one of the things I'll push you through the times when it gets really tough and gritty is the why behind it all? Mm. Mm. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's the why, like um few months ago i don't know if you if you've seen on my instagram but i i managed to get in contact with ned brockman yeah and uh one of the things that he said to me was is the main thing that's going to keep you going you know you could have your loved ones there you could have anyone there but he said that the only thing that really kept him going was the why he was doing it that was his rock that's what helped that's what helped him keep going you know so uh, it's the same thing with any endeavor that you you choose to tackle in your life is if you know the why then that's all you really need. You know, if yeah. you, why you go to work or, or why you eat food or, you know, just anything. If you know the why, then then you know the answer to your question. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, like, just having more insight in yourself because, like, listen to you, you're very insightful, especially for your age. I know you're probably sick of people bringing up your age. <laughs> I know I would. Yeah, well, look, yeah. <laughs> well, like, like, what, like, to get you to this point, like, what's made you insightful? Did you grow up where you're very much in tune with how you felt or you knew how you fought? like pro- were processing and things like that? Or was this a skill you had to learn for the challenges you faced? I, it's definitely something I had to learn, but I could say at a, a young age, I was, I guess, I wouldn't say insightful, but I analysed a lot of things mm. and how people acted. Yeah. And because of that, I would then on take on their problems because through analysing them, I would see their, their flaws and I would take them on. But I would also take on their positive things. Mm. And from that, I learned a lot about people and how people work and about, I guess, the mindset and, and such and such. So it was, it, was, it was a win and a loss because of how I, I guess, I was quite empathetic. Yeah. So that's how I was able to learn from other people very quickly. Mm. But at the same time, I, it, it, did, it did encourage me to a quite a depressive state because I would be taking on people's problems yeah. as well as learning mm. what how they acted. 
So yeah, I was insightful, but not happy, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, look, uh, yeah, I was, but yeah, just, it wasn't, wasn't handed to me. Yeah. I understand that because like when you, when you are like more of like an observer mm. and you analyze things, like you said, you can kind of get caught up in your own head too much. And that's mm. happened to me, especially in the past. And I have my moments as well, like where I analyze too much, or there's too much going on in my own head. And I get just too caught up and I get too distracted and I just get, you know, you have those moments where you need to realize and come back to your why as well. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. it's, it's hard. It's hard to do in the moment though. Yeah. I find, you know, it's like right now you can talk about it and it, it seems quite easy, but you know, it, it's, it's not easy to kind of collect yourself and bring yourself back to the why, but there's, there's ways of going about it, you know, like, like how we just like 10 minutes ago, yeah. stars, we did some breath work, breath work right? Yeah. The breath work, there's, there's many tools that you can use to help you bring yourself back into that situation and, and find out the why, like we're talking about. So you, you just got to find the tools that work best for you. And what, then, what works best for you? For me, oh, I, do, I do a little bit of breath work. Yeah. Probably could do it a little bit more often. Mm. Um, I find, but the best thing that works for me is music. Yeah. <laughs> music really hits home for me. You know, uh, I could be listening to anything, you know. I love music. Uh, any sort of music works well for me. But uh, if I'm if I'm in my head, I'm overthinking, and I need to clear out, clear my mind, and come back to myself and and look at what I'm doing, I I, I, I turn to music. Yeah. Um, because I it can be quite healing. I find. I, I agree. I'm glad we relate on that because I've had people ask me and like, oh, what actually helps you in moments or what helps you connect? I'm like, I literally listen to music. Yeah. Like rap and hip hop and R and B. Yeah, yeah. Soul um, yep. type music like. When I listen to music, like it changes my whole perspective. Like yeah. it helps me like rationalize, you know? Mm, 100% agree with yeah. you on that. Yeah. The same thing goes for me. Like it just, it really just helps. It's yeah. an amazing, it's an amazing tool. I find music. Yeah. Have you um, read much of, do you know who Eckhart Tolle is? No. So Eckhart Tolle is a spiritual teacher mm. and he's a, um, he wrote a book called The Power of Now. And The Power of Now, the, it teaches like the power of the present moment, how to get in the present moment. But one key learning I took away from that book was the ability to detach emotions from thoughts. Mm. So actually, when you get so caught up in the moment, you forget your why, it teaches you the skill to how to actually detach. So what I learned was to be able to sit down, close my eyes, and picture myself like watching my thoughts like a movie. Mm. So I picture myself sitting down, and I'm on like a lounge chair, and then there's a big projector screen in front of me, and yep. let my thoughts pass. And the thing that I learned was like, you can't let any thought... You can't, I mean, like, you can't tell any thought to go. You can't tell any thought to be. You just have to let them be and watch them. It may be painful, some thoughts that come up if they're negative or intrusive, or some are positive and happy, but you've got to let them watch and be. But if you practice this for, like, 10 minutes twice a day, you start learning how to actually detach emotions from thoughts. Obviously, you want to detach the negative emotions yeah. from thoughts, yeah. but then you're able to find yourself in pockets in life when you are too cool up in your head to actually detach from that. And it is still a practice, something you've got to do every day, but... For yourself or even the listeners that want to learn more about it, I do recommend like Eckhart Tolle's work and the actual, the ability to detach. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, because like with myself, I used to struggle with like intrusive thoughts mm. um, back in the day. And as soon as I started practicing this, like I don't struggle with intrusive thoughts anymore. Mm. There's something you do after, you know, you got to practice every day. It's like going to the gym. You know, if you stop going to the gym, you're going to stop gaining the muscle. Type yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, God, going to the gym initially, that's hum- That's hard. You know, <laughs> committing to that is hard, but I think it's the same thing with anything you do. If you commit to it, you can, you'll, you'll see some amazing results. Mm. Like, um, yeah, for, well, I mean, for me, I started at the start of this year. It wasn't easy. I didn't want to train. I didn't want to do any of that. But, you know, the more I committed to it, the more I did, I've noticed more results. I've put more muscle on, more athletic, more fit, healthier. It's just committing to those first few initial months. That just It just really helps you so much. Yeah. What got you into exercise in the first place? Like, what pushed you into it? <sighs> Well, look, it was, I, I wanted to, like, for me, I personally, I wanted to become the, one of the best versions of myself possible. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was, I was at school and, you know, there was, there was a few peers around me and they'd be, you know, they'd be achieving, uh, whether it was good grades or, or other things, you know, they'd be doing pretty well. They're pretty happy with their life. And, you know, at that point I was like, yeah, I, I like my life, but you know, I got nothing going. So I was like, what's something that I can do that'll really put me ahead and uh, to the point where, you know, I'm, I'm loving it and I'm just, you know, having the best time, I'm, I'm fit, you know, and all that. So I was like, look, maybe I'll just start exercising. Yeah. 
I'll start somewhere, right? I'll start somewhere small and from there maybe I'll build up on things. So I started exercising and then um, that's when the, after I started exercising, that's when the, the, the thought of doing this run came to my mind and the conclusion was made that I was going to go and do this run. But yeah, it started with me looking at other people and, yeah. and their lives and going, look, yeah, they're, they're doing pretty well and I, I want to do pretty well as well. Mm, like taking inspiration from Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I took yeah. inspiration. I was like, look, I'm going to start, start something. And if it's just exercising for now, at least it's something. Because it, it's it's hard, you know. You, you people think you can jump to the top of Everest in, in one step, yeah. when you really really can't. <laughs> it's a journey. It's a it's a big journey. You have to take small steps to get there. You know, not everything comes just like that. And I mean, it it's different in in proportions. Like people have different dreams. Yeah. And so, um, for example, you know, me from me wanting to run from Brisbane to Melbourne, which is eighteen thousand kilometers, um, that's a pretty big goal. And so the steps that I need to take look a lot bigger, yeah. but they're still small steps. Mm. Whereas if you want to do something else, you know, maybe even you want, let's say you want to climb Everest, yeah. your steps are going to look a lot bigger than my steps. Mm. If you just want to finish school, graduate, your steps going to look similarly or differently to my steps. You know, everyone's everyone's going to take a different pathway, and 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 that's another thing coming back to is don't compare. Yeah, hundred percent. Don't compare. Comparison is the theft of joy. Oh. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> theft of joy. Comparison is the theft of joy. Theft of joy. Yeah, yeah I'm you, take that one. If you know, if you look at the external world and you look at other people mm. and you compare yourself to them, you steal your own soul, basically. Mm. And you start because I find people when they compare themselves to others, they compete for the other people's goals yeah. rather than actually competing for their own goal against themselves. Yeah. So it says like this person's jacked and ripped, but before I wanted to be fit and endurance, but now that I see this person. I compare myself and I'm not happy with my muscle size. Mm. Instead, I'm going to try and achieve that person's goal rather than my own. Yeah. And so many people get distracted that way. The biggest battle you ha- you'll ever have is with yourself. Yeah. And then how tricky is it to try and keep pulling yourself out of that yeah. and becoming aware and being observant of your own self? Mm. Mm. It's it's not easy. You know, people think, you know, I'm constantly competing against everyone else when you're really not. Yeah. You, you, the biggest battle you should ever have, the biggest pony you should ever face is yourself. Yeah. Because you're always trying to become better. If it, Let's say if you are, if you always, if you if you want to grow, if you want to develop, you're always going to be trying to be mm. the person that you want to be. Yeah. So that that's how I think you, personally, I think you grow and develop from you looking at the person you want to be, and so you're going to have to take those steps. But then that person's going to come, that person's going to continue growing because you're growing, mm. and it will never end that way. So you're constantly becoming a better person. Mm. The way I say it is like we all like gifts. Mm. The best way to give your future self a gift is doing the action now for yourself. Because mm. in the future, you're going to give yourself gifts from doing the work now. Mm. Your future self is going to be thankful that present self did the work. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Definitely. If you put the work in now, you'll, you'll see the results in the future. Like you're yeah. not going to se- get a six pack in a week. Nah, no, no way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no way. You know, I wish. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. If you, if you do it, if you put the work in now, two, three years down the track, mm. right, a six pack or whatever it is you're trying to strive for, you just got to put the work in now, you know. 100%. Like when I was talking about before, I like did the attachment from thoughts and mm. emotions. And I used to struggle with intrusive thoughts. That didn't happen overnight. So about like six years ago, I was the type of person where if you told me to meditate, I probably would have told you to fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm not meditating. Or mm. I used to have been, I used to have a, like a very fixed mindset back in the day. And then I got to the point where I was like, I'll give meditation to try. And it's like, I can't meditate. I'm not the type of person that can meditate. But now like I do it religiously. Mm. But it's because I put in the practice and then I saw the rewards. I'm like, this is actually working. This yeah. is good. It's like probably the same with the gym. You know, you go into the gym, you're working out. Like, I'm just sore all the time. This is not yeah. working. And six months later, you know, you're in a, a lot better position than you were. And with me with meditation, I was like, this is something that's adding so much benefits to my life. That was like something that I'm pushing to everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a hundred percent. Yeah, look, it helps. Yeah, it helps really. It's good stuff. You know, just doing it, doing it now. You know, yeah. it doesn't. You know. You're not going to get it straight away. And uh, look, you know, I heard this quote and I, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again because it, it, it fits so well into into what we're talking about right now. But if you win enough days in a week, you win the week. Mm. Win enough weeks, you win the month. <laughs> win enough months, you win the year. Win enough years, you win your life. That's fine. So, so true. You just got to yeah. take the small steps now, believe in those steps, mm. and you'll be so impressed with what you, with what you can do. Yeah. You know, you really, if you take them now, you'll see the results in the future. Mm. And it's not going to come easy, but you just got to take those small steps first and you'll slowly progress to the level that you want to be at. Yeah, and you've got to be aware of like your expectations you're putting on yourself. Yeah, so I think people 
over expectate like what they can do in the short term and mm. underestimate the long term. Yeah. When your plan should be the long term because you're going to achieve the goal that way and actually have a plan to get you there, you know, like 1% every day adds to 365% by the end of the year. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to do a million things tomorrow to achieve your goal, you know. It's just like you said before, it's like step by step and you'll mm. eventually get there. 100%. Yeah, just put a little bit in every day. Even if it's just an hour, half an hour, it's better than nothing. Yeah. You know, and then from there you can just build up. Mm. And that, that's the best thing about it is you start small and you can just keep leveling up from there. You know, yeah. life's like a video game. 100%. That's the way I play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like it, it's, it's better to play <laughs> real life, yeah. you know, because that's another thing. People can get caught up in video games or not. I used yeah. to. Still do sometimes. Yeah, same. Don't worry. I play a bit of FIFA. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, FIFA's fun. Yeah, so, for like for your own mental health, man, like what works for you in overcoming challenges? Like, what's some actionable items you do? Let's just say for the first one, when you feel like depressed or you have depressive moments or mm. you feel down, like what really helps you get out of that? Look, for me, I, I mean, it's different for everyone, situational, but for, for me, I like to look at myself and then look at why I'm feeling this. You know, mm. I like to accept it. You know, okay, yeah, I'm feeling pretty shitty right now. Why am I feeling shitty? Okay, this happened. All right, what can I do about it? Mm. Can I, you know, what's... Uh, I look at I look at it from a third perspective and I try to look at the, the root cause to my problem. Mm. And then I try to see, okay, is it something that I can fix or is it someone else's problem that I'm just bothered by? Yeah. Okay, you know, and if it's someone else's problem that I'm bothered by, I need to go, yep, that's their shit. Mm. Nothing I can do about it. You know, it does bother me. I've, I've accepted that. Now I just got to move on. Right? That's 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 as simple as that is. Whereas if it's something, if it's one of my problems, then you got to look at it and you go, all right, what can I do? Mm. And uh, if you can't do anything about it straight away, then don't stress about it. Yeah. But if it's something that you can do over time, then just slowly work at it like we were talking about before. Mm. Because, you know, some things you can fix in a day, some things you need to fix in a few years, you know? Mm. Like you ask yourself quality questions, you get quality mm. answers. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, one key thing you touched on there is like curiosity can actually be the cure for a lot of unanswered emotions and mm. feelings. You know, like if you ask yourself good questions, you, you remain curious rather than getting caught up in it. Yeah. Eventually the answer will come up or you'll see a different perspective of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just got to ask yourself these questions like, why am I feeling like this? You know, what can I do to, to help, to help myself? What, what can I do to fix this problem? And, and, you know, maybe not those questions, but, just ask yourself questions, I find, and then you'll you'll give yourself an answer without even realising it. Yeah. yeah. Is there any, like, self-doubt coming up with this run? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's a little bit. Look, I can't lie about that. You, you know, it's just, it's scary. It is it is really scary, you know, what I'm doing. And, and you know, I, I like to think that I'm, uh, I'm capable of doing it. Mm. And, you know, there's a little bit of a... It's it's right now the the thing that I I try to go by is just this full and utter belief, yeah. and it sounds it sounds a little bit toxic, but I'll I'll explain it in a in a, in a way that kind of makes sense to me. But I like to believe in myself so much that others interpret it as an ego. Yeah. So then I guess and then um, others will look at me like ten foot tall and bulletproof, right? Mm. And because that I've constantly fed this to myself. There's no room for self-doubt because I believe in it completely. Mm. And so I guess that's the way I like to view it. And look, originally I would, yeah, I'd be terrified. When I first started this and, and, and uh, a few months ago I was terrified, but now I, I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I believe in it. It's, it's happening, you know? I wouldn't call that toxic at all. Well, yeah, look, it's, I guess, because it's, you, you take it to such a high level that it can be interpreted as ego. Yeah. Or ego, egotistical in a form because you know people go, because uh, at the moment there's a lot of things that aren't going to plan for me. You know I don't have a support team at the moment, and I've had people go, oh maybe you should call it off and postpone it. Mm. I'm, nah, yeah. still doing it. Doing it anyway. Still doing it anyways. First November, that's the day. That's what I said was still doing it. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, if there's a will, there's a way. So look that that in that way it can be seen as a little bit overconfident and cocky, but I think there's you have more chance of winning and succeeding if you believe in nothing but it. Yeah, well, you know? what I say to people, or what I say to myself, I should more say, is like, I don't want to adopt a mindset that's not going to make me the most, like, competitive version of myself. Yeah. Like, the, I'm, I won't adopt any other mindset because I want to, I know how I want to feel. Like, I know my goals and what I want to achieve. As long as I'm not hurting anyone in the process of it, like, I don't think it's toxic unless it gets to a point where, you know, you, de you 
be little people. But like if it's all to internalize within yourself, to give yourself the power mm. you know, to externalize that into the run, mm. that's a great thing you can do. Yeah, hundred percent. Look, yeah, I just think if you, if you can believe in yourself, it, you, you'll achieve so much more, you know, yeah. if you really believe in what you're doing and you get amazing, amazing things start happening. You'll start to realize like for me, I've been going and just continuing, you know, my phone broke the other day yeah. and I was supposed to have a call with, um, uh, who was, I can't remember, but it was, I think it was a sponsor or something rather. And I was like really pumped for this. I was like, okay, this might be another good sponsor. And, um, my phone broke that night. Mm. It fully smashed. I was like, oh shit. You know, and I was like, and I like, I think you messaged me that night and we're supposed to lock in the day or something. And I was like, oh shit, I can't reply. You know, I was getting really, I was like, oh, this isn't good. This isn't good. But I just brought myself back in the situation. I was like, no, nope, I got this. I can do it. And I went I found one of my mum's old phones and plugged it all up and, and I made it work. But it's just a lot of things will happen throughout your life. That's not going to go to plan. Not everything's going to go to plan, but you just need to keep believing in, in yourself and, yeah. uh, and keep trucking on. And then control the controllables. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, the, the, the only thing you really, if you want to talk about control, is the only thing in your life that you can actually control is your mind. Yeah. There's nothing else you can control. You can't control the weather. You can't control anything else except for your mind. Yeah. And if you cannot control that, then there's not there's, there's not much you can do with your life. You need yeah. to first focus on your, your mind and your mindset and how you perceive things and how you go about things for you to really, to start to evolve and start to achieve. Yeah, 100%. Like, the great thing is about when you start becoming aware of this and start working on yourself and start building your mindset, mm. like, it all seems something you want to be more motivated to do. But, like, if you wake up every day and the first thing you do is jump on your phone and after phone you go and make breakfast and you're going straight to work and then what moments in between the day do people actually have for themselves where they sit with their own mind and actually mm. process things, you know? Yeah. That's why it's so important because our brains on mine is so fucking powerful <laughs> oh yeah like, they are yeah you, like i don't know if it's i don't know the exact number but we've only discovered like something like five percent of our mind's power or something yeah. like that like really we, we we we're only on the surface layer of, of what humans can really do with their mind you know like these shaolin monks yeah you've seen what they could do it's crazy what these guys can do yeah. like with their their bodies and they they've they've, they've strengthened their mind so much to the point that they've now can strengthen their bodies to these superhuman levels. Mm. And, you know, the things that they do up in those mountains, it's just, it's, it's jaw-dropping, you know. Yeah. What the, the achievements and, and just what, like, the kids there. The kids there can do, like, what may seem a super athlete would take 20, 30 years for them to achieve. The kids can do it in their first 10 years of living, you know. Yeah. And it's all come from... Their minds, I, I I believe, you know, they 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 condition their mindsets and how they perceive life and and how they go about their day to day life, and they're in their head a lot, but not in a way where they overthink things. They'll they're in the head trying to learn more about themselves, and I feel like people need to leave more time in their day for that. Yeah. If you can sit with yourself for at least ten minutes, you know, and just really talk to yourself and ask yourself these questions, any question, mm. you'll learn a lot and you'll uh, you'll start to see growth. Yeah, 100%. Like I had, I agree so much because I had a uh, guest come on mm. um, ages ago, probably about two years ago now. His name's Todd Jarrett. Mm. The, he works like the subconscious mind and reprogramming of the subconscious mind. And he was helping a client of his who got in a motorbike accident and lost feeling from his waist below. And he went to every doctor and stuff and they said he wouldn't be able to walk again. He'll never have feelings in his leg again. And he started working with Toddy. And Toddy, what he started doing with him was like, doing meditation practices while he's doing like subconscious reprogramming while he's in like a deep state of meditation. Mm. And I think, I might butcher this, but I think within about six months, he's able to wiggle his toes, he's able to ride a push bike again. Yeah. After all the specialists told him he wouldn't yeah. be able to move his legs again. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's the power of the mind. Power of the mind. The power of the mind. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, you can do so much and, you know, I feel like that's something I'll be relying on with this run is my mindset and it needs to be, needs to be clear, it needs to be strong and that's, one thing I'm very, very excited for this run is actually is I'll have the opportunity to be in my head mm. quite a bit. Yeah. And I feel like there'll be a lot of growth. You'll find out who you are. I'll, I'll find level. out who I am. Yeah. yeah. And I'm excited for it. Embrace the pain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know, yeah. 
people grow from adversity and there's definitely going to be a bit of adversity in this run. So I think it's because opportunity to like find love for all parts of self. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like when you do something so challenging, like the parts of yourself that you don't like usually come up, like those thoughts come up, those um, beliefs come up. Mm. But once you, you know, build a relationship with them, especially doing this for 37 days, I feel like you'll come out at the end of it like a completely different person. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, look, I, I would look at it and I go, yeah, I I'm probably will grow quite a lot and it'll be it'll be crazy and it'll be awesome to see the change, you know. It'll be all documented. So mm. I'll be able to look back on it and I'll be able to look at day one of how I look at things and how I act and, and then to day 37. Yeah. It'll be crazy to see the difference and the change of, of who I am, yeah. Yeah, but that's the, that's the beautiful thing about having the perspective of like embracing challenges and looking forward to it like, with myself, like if I have a challenge that comes up like internally, like I dap myself up. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on, baby. It's time, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I love that because it shows a part of myself that I haven't worked on. Mm. It's like, cool. It gives me another mission to do, you know. It gives me something else that I can connect with and understand more because a lot of the things we do, you know, as you may know, like 95% of our life is run by the subconscious mind. Mm. And the more things that come up, it's like, all right, cool. Maybe I can work on this and understand this more. So you have more insight within yourself, but then you can teach that to other people as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Teaching things is awesome. Yeah. Like I'm a 16-year-old. Not many people want to listen to a 16-year-old, <laughs> but, you know, even when I do get get a hold of some people and they go, oh, shit, what he's saying is is pretty cool, and they'll go, oh, yeah, I like what you're saying, you know. Mm. makes me feel, you know, I'm doing something, I'm doing something that's meaningful, you know. Yeah. Like even at the age of 16, you know, I'll, I'll talk, I'll be talking with you right now, and uh, people go, oh, he's 16, what's he, what's he know, you know. But like when when some people do take the time to actually recognize what I might be saying and and then they take it on and and help and use these tools, you know, it makes me go, I'm doing something, doing yeah. something that means something, and, and, it, and it helps me to drive and push forward more and, and hopefully inspire. Yeah. So it's it's I guess that's another big reason why I'm running. Hundred percent. Well, you inspire me. I'm <laughs> honestly, I'm 26 years old and seeing someone at your age, 10 years younger than me doing what you're doing is inspirational especially because i'm like a youth worker as well so i work with young people ages 8 to 21 and seeing that what you're doing is like very inspirational for me and my work so yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be epic to see the journey that you're on i'm keen to see the process longer as well yeah. and like for the build-up for this run like i want to take it back a bit actually when you said you started going to the gym and a few months later you followed the run like when you first thought of doing this run what was your longest run that you've ever done at that point <laughs> like Five Ks. Yeah. Okay. Like five, ten Ks. Like. So how did you go from running five Ks to be like, I'm running to Melbourne? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think some some demon shit happened yeah. or possessed me or something. I don't know. Oh, I can do five Ks. Why don't I do 18,000? Yeah. Should be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. It'll be lightweight. Yeah. You know, easy. I, honestly, look, I don't know. You know, it was, it was like, I just, it was something I felt like I needed to do. You know, I, I could lift weights and I was doing pretty good and I was pretty strong. I had I had pretty good muscle on me and I was like, oh, yeah, look, I'm doing good in the gym. Maybe I could try a different area of fitness. And I was like, I could do running. And then I was like, oh, I'm going a few runs. So I went a few 5Ks. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is nice. Yeah. And then I just was like, you know, it's, it's something that's really difficult. You know, and I see, I see there's a lot of like those fitness influences you see out there and they're all doing weights. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, weight, weights are hard, but they, they're doable. Yeah. Running. It's tough. It's it's tough. Yeah. I, I hate it. Like I, oh, sorry, keep going. No, that's all good. It's all good. I, I do hate running. Mm. Like it's, I did say this on the last pod that I did with Trav. It's like I started off really hating running. Mm. And then the more I got into it, you know, obviously you get those natural dopamine hits and you get more excited to go do it. But still the first hour of running, I still hate. Yeah. Once you get over that hour, it gets a lot better. But I find running is something you'll never, you'll never really, truly learn to enjoy. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna do that then. Yeah. I'm gonna do that because no one else is doing that. You know, no other fitness influencer is out there going, "Oh, I'm gonna run eighteen thousand kilometers because I enjoy it." Yeah. The same thing. Like when I first I listened to like David Goggins in this mm. book. Like, he talks about how much he hates it, but he's yeah. still doing it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's the same with me, because, like, lift on weights, it can be painful, but it's like, I'm only doing 12 reps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but running, it's like, all right, I've got 20Ks left, you know, I've got 30Ks left, whatever it is, mm. and you got to push yourself past those moments. Oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of moments you got to push yourself past. Like, I did a 100-kilometer run a while ago now, but... Was it flat? 
Or hills uh, or it wasn't hill. No, it was pretty hilly. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty hilly. Um I started up so at the top of Mapleton. Yeah. And so we, we drove to Montville. Sorry. We started in Montville and then we went uh into Mullaney. And back out of Mulaney, went down. Really, we ended up somewhere in Biwa, and then we went to Sippy Downs, and then we went back up, and then we went to into Udalo, mm. and then from there we went all the way back up Namble and back up the main hill past the hospital. Yeah. So, look, yeah, if any of you don't know what I just explained, it, it's pretty. It was uphill, and then a little downhill, mm. and then flat, and then all uphill. Again. All uphill, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Especially coming back in. Yeah, coming back in was past pretty. The hospital. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was bad. Like Is that the last stretch as well. Yeah, the last stretch. Look, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a bit of rundown of the story. So me and my friend, we, we went and did this run together, and we started off around five in the morning, mm. and we did the first fifty kilometers in like five hours. Yeah, well, we smacked it out, and we yeah. were like, oh shit, this is gonna be easy. <laughs> Next fifty k's, we'll just do another five hours. We'll do it ten hours. Should be fine, right? <laughs> and so like our coaches. Uh, two of our coaches who train us in the gym, they 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 did a hundred kilometer together as well, and they're like, "Well, see how you boys go." Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Oh, what time did you get? We want to try and beat our coach's time, right?" Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we did it. I think they said 16, 17 hours. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. We'll try and beat 16, 17 hours. All right, we can do this." And then we did the fifty kilometers, and we we're in the five hours. I'm like, shit, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna easily <laughs> smash our coaches. You know, we we're getting confident. We we're getting up there. I tell you what, as soon as we hit sixty kilometers, uh, everything went downhill. Yeah, it like we started walking, we were crawling, like we were we were all over the shop. And then the last five kilometers, we were like absolutely destroyed. Like we yeah. could barely moved, crawling. We were crawling, yeah. And we got, and this was like right at the bottom of Lake Namble. This is near the hospital. Mm. So we're like, ah, fuck this. We're gonna get Domino's. Yeah, so, yeah. We went in, we got some pizza, and then we're like, ah. Oh, Feel so much energized, feel better now. We smack down a pizza each. And we're like, ah, let's, let's run this last five Ks. Mm. So we, we walk out the Domino's door, you know, put our shoes back on, we're stretched out, we're feeling good. All right, let's go. 50 meters into jogging, and now nah, let's go back to walking. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> no, nah, let's go back to walking. And so, like, it was, there was a lot of moments where we had to push past uh, how we were feeling and just, we got to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, we, we didn't end up beating our coaches it took yeah. us 20 hours, but I mean, I'm still, I'm still happy with 20 hours. Yeah. That's yeah. a good feat. Especially first over time, just getting out there and running. Like mm. what equipment did you have? Like shoes wise? Yeah. We, I, I was, uh, I was running with the $20 Kmart shoes. <laughs> um, and then we had, uh, a high vis shirt yeah. and then we had uh, just a camel pack each. Nice. Yeah. So what, what were some of the lessons you learned from that run that you're going to take with you? On this bigger run? I definitely, yeah, look, I think one of the bigger ones that I'll take on is I didn't have any music when I did that run. Mm. And I, I, as we were talking before, it's how I found music quite healing. I actually think that I want to do most of this run without music. And that the reason being is because I was able to talk myself into keep into, to keep pushing forward. Like when you're in, mu- when you're listening to music and you're in the gym and you're doing your reps, you, you know, you can't really talk yourself into really forcing that next rep up because you're listening to the song. Mm. And so I found I was, it was a lot easier to push myself forward because I could hear the thoughts that I was that I was cultivating to myself. Yeah. And I was like telling myself, keep going, keep yeah. going, keep going. And because of that, I was able to listen to them a lot easier, you know. Mm. And so oh, there'll definitely be moments where I'll listen to music, but I feel like there will be less of it when I'm doing this run because I'll need to talk to myself more often to keep myself going sense yeah and then just be like use the music in times where you're like arms cruise along this yeah, road great, yeah and after that just take it off and stuff just yeah that that's sort of that, that's probably how i go about it and um but yeah and i got better shoes now which is good awesome yeah <laughs> All right, great <laughs> yeah i got an anonymous sponsor from my gym oh, someone awesome. bought me a pair of shoes that's epic. amazing that's really They're good doing great man. i love them good pair of shoes yeah yeah you say you might need them for the run oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah and i don't want to go back to them 20 dollars <laughs> shoes i'll tell you what i was getting I came back home, I took my shoes off, and I was like, oh, looks like I got a sixth toe. Yeah. It was the biggest blister I'd ever seen. So were your feet all battered up oh, after were, that? Yeah, they were a bit battered, yeah, because yeah. when we were coming down the hill, we we had to, we couldn't run on the, obviously, the road because it was quite busy. But we were running down the hill, and we had to run on a gutter. Mm. So every time we are running, like, our ankles were caving in. Yeah. And it would be in, and us, our feet would be smacking the inside of our shoes mm. because we're running along a gutter and it's obviously caved in on either side. And yeah. 
you know, not even flatting for our feet and just oh, when we when we got to the end of it, I'd noticed it because I actually ended up tearing something in my ankle. Mm. You know, originally I thought it was a stress fracture. Yeah. And there's another really scary thing is, you know, I'd done my ankle and I was like, oh, crap. You know, I think at this point I was like a month and a little bit out from the run. Mm. And so I was like, oh, this ain't good. You know, it was really, really scary. And, you know, and, uh, ended up getting my ankle looked at and wasn't a stress, fa- stress fracture. Yeah, um, which is good, but yeah, I did. I must have torn or, or strained a muscle, but yeah, that was something that was quite scary that came out of the hundred k. You know, is is I, I buggered my ankle and I'm like, I can't bugger my ankle before the run. You know, yeah, but uh, it turned out to all be good. So what what other like preparation are you gonna do before the run? Like, well, actually, yeah, tomorrow I'm doing a. I've got a forty kilo pack, mm. and I'm doing a forty five kilometer jog. Yeah. I'm going to try and jog most of it, um, just a light pace, but there'll probably be a little bit of walking involved. Like, I'm not going to be mm. honest, I can't do 45 kilometres with a 40 kilo 40 pack. kilos, yeah. Like, it's bloody heavy. But, yeah, from, I think that'll be, I start in Dune and I'll try and get back up to Melton. Mm. Um, so I'll do that tomorrow. But, yeah, this, uh, I'll have to do more stuff for the pack because at the moment, the, the way this run's looking is I'll be doing the first seven days completely alone. Yeah. And uh, then my... The, my um, one of my really good friends, he's gonna come up because he'll get his peas mm. on the seventh day that oh, I'm yes. out there, <laughs> and he's like, "All right, fuck it, I'll come along." He'll, so be, there. Yeah. he'll be there, and he'll be he'll be with me, which would be awesome. But that's how it looks at the moment. So I need to do more training with a pack. Mm. So I'm gonna start doing my runs with a pack. Yeah. So I can really um, prepare for that. And where will you be on the seventh day? Do you reckon, like in location wise, you're not sure or I'm not too sure? But I'm thinking I'll probably be around 500, 600 kilometers in. Yeah. So look, not like not too far in, but not North New South Wales somewhere. Yeah, 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 a little bit off there. You know, I'm going. I'm going to go along the coast. Yeah. Um, I feel like that'll be a lot better, and it's been advised. Um, sightseeing and yeah, it'll be, be a lot more nicer. Yeah. You know, I'll be able to enjoy it more, a lot more, and I'll be able to you know, the beach. That'll be a lot. That'll be really good for me. You know, because yeah. yeah, originally we we were going to have an ice bath. We had this all prepped out, sports team and everything, but unfortunate events have un- unraveled and i won't have any of that anymore so i guess that the beach the ocean is the next best thing i can get because the salt water and all that so yeah the beach you know, so we'll go along the coast and, and whatnot so that'll be really good yeah the good thing about that like you have showers and stuff at the beach mm. you have the salt water you have like exactly you know, yeah. probably like a place where you can stop and yeah. rest as well yeah 100 yep. yeah so but yeah that's the plan the first seven days with the pack i'll have camping food everything in there and then on the on the seventh day, my mate will come, and I'll just throw all that in there, and then I'll be running free. Yeah, I feel like it, I'll, I'll, I'll be relieved so much. I feel like the moment I take that pack off, I feel like everything will mm. move so much more faster, and I can't I can't wait for that relief because I know it's going to be crazy good. Well, it might be the boost you need. You exactly. know, like the first seven days after that, you like you will feel lighter. You know, they yeah. might give you that little extra thing in your mind. Yeah, yeah, give me that little boost. Like, oh shit, I can do this. Yeah, you know? like, let's go. So is he going to follow you for the rest of the yeah. few days? Oh, what, gonna, a, what a guy! Oh, he's legend. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, he's he's a, he's coolest Blake ever. Yeah, yeah, that's unreal. So like, when I come because like I know you're worried about your ankle. Are you gonna strap up? Like, you gonna strap up your ankles? Yeah, and knees I'm gonna and stuff? I'm gonna bring uh, strapping stuff and whatnot. But uh, yeah, look, my ankle's better now, which is which is really good. Um, I can run on it. I can use it. it. Doesn't hurt anymore, which is good. But I'll have to. I'm gonna bring all that stuff in yeah. case because you know, if I, if I do, if it starts start hurting or if anything starts hurting, it's best to strap it up as soon as possible and yeah. and just you know. Add some support to it yeah. before it worsens. Yeah, I can imagine like Domino's might not be the best for a thirty-seven day run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, what's going to be your nutrition like? Look, to yeah. So look, I'm I'm looking into that at the moment. Yep. Um, where I've got um Jamie Mill. I don't yep. know if you've heard of him. No. Well, he he's actually done this run. Oh, uh, he's done the Brisbane and Melbourne. He did it I think ten-ish years ago. Yeah, well, that's the guy you want to learn from. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So he's. I think I'll. I'll g- I'm jumping on a call with him sometime next week, and yeah. he'll give me a rundown of what I need nutrition wise. Awesome. But look, yeah, it's going to be just a lot of like healthy carbs. Mm. I feel like um, looking at it now. Look, it'd be like sodium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that sort of stuff. Not like when I say like healthy carbs, I mean like potatoes and stuff like that. Not like you know the shit. Yeah, get processed, processed deep stuff, fry, yeah. deep fried, Dim Sims. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not stuff from Macca's and all that, you know. <laughs> maybe at the end. <laughs> yeah, maybe at the end, maybe a little treat. But yeah, it'll be a lot of that and uh, look, lots of water. Lots yeah. of water, electrolytes. 
a natural electrolytes. Like I was, got, I was told like bicarb soda and salt in your water mm. is, is a really good natural electrolyte. Yeah. So just all, all this sort of stuff I'll, I'll, I'll have to have, yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. Like whereabouts are you finishing in Melbourne? Like where's the final destination? The front, right at the front there. Um, hopefully it's the, where we're ending. The ending? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's going to... Yeah. Just, God, it's crazy to think about it. <laughs> it's, it's a big way. I, I still, it still rattles me to this moment that I'm doing this. You know. Yeah. Well, you've got all of our support, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. What, what else do you need, like in terms of sponsors or helping out? Like, what else do you need? Because like, there's a quite a fair people that listen to this mm. podcast, and also a new audience will come in for that support you as well. Like, what is it that anyone can help out with or add to, or maybe it's just support and messaging? Like, what can we do to add some yeah. value to this? Because it's such. A good cause, like running for mental health, yeah, like yeah. this long, twenty-hour drive, fifty k's a day for thirty-seven days, like it's massive. Mm. What can we do as a community to support you? Well, look, just I guess following along, yeah. following along the journey and uh, whatnot would be awesome as well. There's there's GoFundMe's you can donate to for the for the where the money will go to the charities and it'll also help fund the run. I'll link that in the bio. Yeah, as yeah well. that'll be awesome. Yeah, most most of the run it'll it'll come out of the the, the back of my pocket. Funding for that, but some of the GoFundMe money will will go to helping fund the run as well. Um, but as as well as uh, you know, if anyone has any connections with like sponsors or or people who are willing to you know be a part of a support vehicle or whatnot, let me know. That'd be amazing because it is needed. You know, any if there's any foundations or our mental health foundations listening and whatnot, you know, if, if they're looking to support something like this and and they have a vehicle they can donate or if they're willing to you know, um, be a part of a support team and all that, that'd be also much appreciated. Mm. Yeah. And like, if someone's listening to this and you're day two in the run, you're like, oh shit, it's too late to contribute. It's not, is it? Like, they can still get in no. contact with someone that yeah, could yeah. get in contact with exactly. you and then find a way yeah, to make yeah. it work. Make something work, you know, there's always, there's always time, you know? Yeah. So look, anything, anything helps, you know, mm. even just listening to this podcast, you know, just, you know, because it is, it is the main reason I'm doing it is for mental health. And if you sh- if you're struggling at the moment, and you're listening to some of this. Try and take some of it on yeah. because you know it's 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 good information that we're sharing. So even if you're just listening, you know that's that's enough support. Yeah. But if you can do something more, then appreciate it. Yeah, know. and I'd love to have you back when you finish yeah, as well, I'd like learning about back. all the lessons. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to come back and have you awesome. I would have learned. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you have any final messages for our audience here before we wrap up? Oh, look, just keep being you, keep doing you, and just just keep keep trucking on, and, and just trust trust yourself and, and what you're doing, and, and don't forget to believe. You yeah. know, I feel like belief in yourself is, is one of the biggest things. Yeah, belief is key. Belief is key. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, please get on board and support this. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Like you know, everyone knows that's listening to this podcast. Like how passionate I am about mental health and means so much to me. And I'm sure it means so much to all of you. It's rather you struggle with yourself or you know someone that has whether it's a friend family member co-worker so get behind you know running doing this and let's support them yeah 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 appreciate it epic brother cheers yeah.